0: Back with another episode of Don't Leave to Judges podcast. Remember, my man Patty Broken Skull.
1: Patty. Yay, yay. What's going on, everybody? We're going to keep this shit real smooth. On the ones and twos, we got our producer, Brian. I'm just kidding. I wish we did have a producer. Let's see what Sam's brother's doing. Are you busy on Wednesdays? <laughs> would be cool. Even if he doesn't know what to do, it would be fun to just have a third guy that we don't see, but he hears everything we're doing and we hear him. It would be very fun. Yeah. Sounds he, like my father though, right?
0: If he if he edited what I what I edited, he wouldn't hardly do anything. No need. Yeah, no so need it's
1: an easy guy. job for him. Hire him for zero dollars. He's an intern. Your brother, your brother just became an intern on the show. Uh, but in, in in all seriousness, we're talking about UFC news real quick because there's a lot of stuff that's been popping up about the Nate Diaz versus Jake Paul. Fine. Well, whatever. I welcome it. But also, Nate Diaz is talking about pulling out of the fight. All right. Second news. They changed the cover of the UFC 3 game to Alexander uh Fajera, right? What's his name? Fahara? What's oh, his first? Okay. is it Alexander? Hey, uh, Alex
0: yeah. Probably. Yeah,
1: Alex Fahara, they changed it to him holding the belt right after Izzy won the championship back. <laughs> they changed it back. I've never seen that happen. I've never seen that you know what I mean? Like, look at all the Madden games we've all played. And it's like, they didn't change it from the fucking guy who got injured at the beginning of the season, Ladany and Tomlinson. You <laughs> know rota- what I mean? Whatever
0: it is. Rotating list of injured but, people. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's getting a <the> Madden curse.
1: <laughs> what, that's a thing, right? Being on the cover is like a... They
0: yeah, get that's hurt. what I thought.
1: Well, maybe that's a UFC thing, though. Once the championship <laughs> gets put the on belt. the cover, champion, <laughs> he loses the belt. because Kamaru and Izzy lost their belt. doesn't matter. Um, there's also an NSAC... Uh, that's in shock because of Dana White's slappers bombing uh, Las Vegas. Um, lose it. Basically, they all failed the drug test.
0: Oh, didn't
1: know that. And but. the quote is, "I didn't know you needed steroids to slap." Hmm. But also, look at all the guys you have. He didn't know. He didn't know that they needed steroids to slap, but he did know they needed a criminal background.
0: Yeah, he, he did. have some, I mean, some wild folks on there.
1: Oh, they all look like monsters. Yeah. And you're going to say, "No, I need steroids." You thought this guy was just doing curls with one arm. The whole that's it. He just got good at slapping then? Fine.
0: Yeah, I will say this. Uh as far as as that goes with the slapping, I like a sport where uh this is something that that I recently uh found out that I enjoy. For instance, um I'm just going to go in a little bit of a tangent. Uh, pickleball. Okay, you had uh John McEnroe going against Andre Agassi couple weekends ago i'm like damn you know what? that's pretty neat bring back yeah. the old timers get to see him again well Absolutely. I'm, I'm equating this to slap fight they're bringing tim silva was signed by someone and uh i can't think the damn heavyweight fighter uh it's an old heavyweight fighter that anyway he's signed by one of the slap fight organizations he just catches the fighters that fall over i can't think the guy's name son of a bitch that's gonna hit me as soon as
1: yeah that's the best part <laughs> Uh, I do have more stuff. I'll throw you real quick. See if that uh, gives you time to come back to what you were talking about. But uh, don't forget, Luke Rockhold versus Mike Perry, in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships, bro. You know that's the only place that makes sense for Mike Perry. That's like Paul Daley and Bellator. It's where you belong, my guy. You don't need to. It's not. A, you're not a UFC guy, but you could be a star somewhere else. You can, because they'll be more willing to put up with your shit. Like the dude that mm-hmm. runs BKFC looks like a complete pushover.
0: Damn, you could uh, Tim Silva just knocked out his opponent. His slap fighting debut.
1: I also heard that he had signed to fight somebody. Him and somebody else are supposed to come back and fight somewhere. Older guy, an actual fight.
0: Damn, I, I can't believe That's all I, the information I have. Can't remember this.
1: Oh, Mark Coleman.
0: Mark Coleman, that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah, they hired that guy to fucking catch. They have him over there catching people fall down. That's exactly it. who it is. I love it. I is that who he, he knocked out? out? Huh? Now he just catches the people to get knocked out. He just stands okay. So yeah, Mark him. Coleman is supposed <laughs> to
1: fight Tim Sylvie. Is he? Yeah, they're actually supposed okay. to take on some sort of exhibition match.
0: Hell yeah! I mean that's awesome.
1: Come back. Hey. But don't you remember Tim Sylvia never had legs, dude? His knees were so fucking bad from like the moment he started fighting. He had the worst legs. But yeah, you know, but if if you you took him down
0: toss and go first, then you're in good shape.
1: That's true. But yeah, I think that's about all I have as far as like news is concerned. There's obviously weird shit constantly happening within the organization, but you know, Nate Diaz taking on the one and only Jake Paul. I mean, way to tarnish your fucking self if you'll go and then lose or just keep you know, keep avoiding the fight. You know, if that's what you do, well, you're gonna look weird, Nate. There goes that fan base that you cultivated of tough guys. That's, yeah, there's that, like,
0: uh, man, that Luke Rockhole, That be I might have to check that out for real. Pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, but it's like, yeah, but in the end, you're kind of like Luke's not a boxer. You know what I mean? Uh, Neither really is Mike Perry, but he's certainly more hand heavy. He he does a lot more hands than he does feet, whereas Rockhold to me comes off more like a a wrestler. I'm going to clinch up. I'm going to grapple. Mike Perry just has straight up fucking power. He beat Michael Venom Page.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's because you take away the legs from somebody who is prominently legs. They're fucked. Boxing doesn't work in a karate stance. It just won't mcgregor tried it (laughs) you know what i mean
0: (laughs) some other news uh just announced walt harris is going to come back after two-year layoff to face josh parisian
1: oh wow yeah. a break actually what's funny is i put walt harris against brock lesnar on my game
0: (laughs) (laughs) how's josh Parisian? i mean the
1: mysteries dude so many mysteries how are a lot of these people still around
0: but dude, let's get into the to, card to just do
1: a it, dude. I'm ready. I all got right, some things.
0: All right. All right Brady Highstand. Uh, he beat uh, Dana Badgerio. So he was rocked in the start of the fight, man. The start of the fight came out. Fucking Dana was, had some good punches, rocked Highstand. And in the second round, uh, he got the takedown. Well, actually, at the end of the first round, he got the uh, um uh, he was rocked at he was rocked at the end of the first round. I'm trying to fuck this episode all up. And the start of the second round. We did get a takedown with a minute and twenty to go and uh the third round and had some a short very short ground and pound punches to uh to get the stoppage.
1: Yeah, and it was to the point where it didn't look like anything was happening. It didn't. It was Looked Like he was just touching the to side of his head, yeah. But I also have to say, Brady for me, he is a guy that doesn't seem to have any skill set, like, there's not one specific thing. I was pointing out his ground skills this last time I had seen him fight, and then you see this fight, and you're like, I don't know if he knows. He got, I think he just got lucky. Most of the most of the his victories and most of the successes he's had has been luck because I didn't see proper striking technique, defense, nothing. This dude was getting his ass kicked almost the entire fight, yeah, and then some comes out on top. Be excited, fine. But it's like, you were losing. You have to understand that you beat this guy, and he's not going to the hospital. You won, and you're going to spend some time in the hospital, dude. That's got to fuck up your ego a little bit. You're like, man, that guy almost had me. You're like, he did have you. (laughs) He certainly had you. But, I mean, yeah, congratulations. You got heart.
0: Uh, William Gomez beat Francis Marshall. Okay, this is a split decision. These two guys look like they didn't want to fight at all. I mean, Gomez just kept backing against the cage, keeping the distance, throwing some shitty little kicks. It there was not much action in this fight. These guys, I don't know what can you do. Uh, Like contender series rules, like look, you know, maybe instead of like performance of the night, still have that of course fight of the night, which this card had no fight of the night even awarded to it. Good, yeah, but uh, maybe you can do a uh, every every card Dana. Keep this idea. Write this down. Every card you have least performance fight and just cut one or both people that's in that fight. Because this fight, no one wanted to fight.
1: Look, man, literally start labeling the fights elimination matches. (laughs) You know, like WWE style. Fucking Brady Highstand versus Dana Batragal whatever the fuck. Whoever loses, goodbye. I mean, are we running out of fighters? Oh, in a few divisions, yes, but in in bantamweight, you know, featherweight, come on, man, those guys, there's so many of them. But yeah, this dude, the William Gomez dude, this dude's fucking huge. That's a big boy. That's a big boy for the weight class, dude. And Francis had a real issue dealing with it. He was, every time he tried to close the distance, the dude would wrap him up and negate any strikes. He's tall as shit, right? He was like six foot for featherweight one, something like that. He's and he's also long too. It's not just about being tall, you got to be long. And he's fucking long. But let's talk about Muhammad Uzman versus uh Junior Tafa. Oh. Tafa's dangerous shit. Okay? Let yeah. me just say that. Also. You can't the dude's let the got man some nasty punch hands. you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, say that again?
0: I said you can't let the man punch you. You can't you can't let them hands no. uh get a hold of you because he's, he's got power. He's in trouble. And I think you can tell he's got in power in his hands.
1: Mhm. And I think Muhammad, like I told you, he's got 90 seconds. The best version of him is the first 90 seconds, okay, first two minutes. Mm -hmm. After that, you're going to see a lot of grabbing, a lot of holding. This dude took a lot of heavy shots, and he pulled out the decision, but it should have never went that far. If you were more well-rounded, focused heavy on your cardio, and used your explosiveness, you should have won this fight way sooner, right? Because he was, he was, in, he, uh, Tafa was backstepping the the first round. That's when he's got a bull rush. He's got got to be, you know, aggressive. Usman has to be aggressive. I'm glad he got the win, but this isn't that special in the heavyweight division.
0: Mm-mm. No, I mean, I, honestly, uh, I come, I come out kind of, I wouldn't say impressed by Tafa, but it's like, okay, that's a guy to watch out for in the future. He's got hands. He's going to yeah. knock I think out – if, if someone's the standing of- up with them, he's got a good chance of uh, striking him.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. I just think that if either one of the Toffa brothers got in proper shape, they probably wouldn't even be fighting at heavyweight. You know, both these guys are jelly bellies. Fucking get some fucking sit-ups going and get your ass in a fucking 205 because that's where you both belong. You're fighting boys that are way bigger than you. Dudes that hit way harder. He survived. Muhammad didn't hit him with really clean shots anyways, but at the yeah. same time – he's got that kind of power at 205 that would be a problem. So fix up that uh, midsection of those love handles and you got yourself an actual, you know, future. Shave the mustache too. It's cheesy. All right, Norma Dumont versus Carol Rosa. Uh, Pretty much exactly what we expected. I ain't got nothing else no, for it. I
0: was say The judges, all right, round one, no one did anything. It's, I mean, there was no action. Round two, Uh, Norma... Uh do a couple strikes and then clinch with her on the cage. Round three. You know, basically the same thing and then Rosa had a couple good strikes at the end of the round. Dude, another another fight on this card with people who didn't seem like they wanted to fight.
1: Right. Unsurprised at this point. I, I I am disappointed at the Norma Dumont that we did see at the beginning, and I think that's what everybody's hoping to come back. If she was just vicious, she was swinging hammers, she was trying to hurt her opponent, get them out of there, and now she's fighting on her back foot. You know, and I think she faced Megan Anderson and shit, too. So it's like, you know, this girl's the same size as you. Fight her. Fight her. Actually fight her. (laughs) All
0: right, then we come to Montel Jackson. Long fucking reach. My God. Just walking through uh, Ronnie Yaya. I don't know what to say, man. I I thought Ronnie was going to be able to take him down, but that fucking reach was
1: a problem. Yeah, it never got close enough. It never got close enough. And, I mean, I think what's happened here is Montel Jackson has found himself in a rather messed up predicament, right? In the sense that, in my head at this point, he should be fighting guys that haven't been in the UFC for 12 years. You know what I mean? He should be fighting guys moving up the ranks. Because I don't see anything that... What has he done? Lost once in his last four fights? Something like that? Maybe twice? It, it's something it, It's something that should be acknowledged. This because this is a young cat fighting somebody who's been around forever. What are we trying to prove? Yeah, I mean... Are we, go ahead.
0: His, I was just going to say, his 75 and a half inch reach, that's... I mean, yeah. Ronnie a, was going to have to take some shots to get inside. And
1: just, absolutely. If they're accurate enough. And he's got big-ass hands, dude. I told you that. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about the reach. This fool's got hands, like big hands. and It's, it's like the size of Ronnie's head. You know, he got his ass. So, knockout. Good job, Montel. I mean, <clears throat> that's what you want from a guy who knows who he's fighting, right? Who's superior? What's superior? Ronnie's fucking ground game or Montel Jackson's fucking hands? Well, proven. Next.
0: <laughs> uh, Christos Thiagos, Yeah. He defeated Ricky Go ahead, Sam Damn, he unloaded on him. He just fucking come yeah, in another, there, uh, unloaded, two. Was willing to take risk. He didn't give a shit. Just punch, punch, punch.
1: Yeah, and Rick came out super confident. He looked good walking out. He seemed to be in the right mindset. There was a lot of nice talk about the kid. He's been around forever. Fights once every three years. And
0: then he landed on his face. Uh,
1: <clears throat> yeah landed right on his face yagos dropped and it was beautiful great work i mean the, he didn't even see it coming there was no defense for this punch but again it's just two veterans being put to sleep back to back
0: uh this you know it, it seems like this happens all the time now where when when a fight stopped they're always like oh you stopped it too early why'd you stop it yeah he laid mm-hmm. it on his fucking face no doubt all right jeremiah yeah. wells was next against matthew Simmelsberger. This ended up being a split decision. And uh I didn't write a whole lot down. This fight this this put me to sleep. I, I actually was like fast forwarding to this fight. It's they were like dancing around. Uh Burger, uh, I see he stunned Wells with some punches, like as soon as the fight came started basically. Then Wells just kept taking him down. Split decision.
1: Yeah. It was uh it was boring. You're right. I don't know if we, this was the fight that we said could steal the show, but it's definitely up there, and it just didn't happen. Same thing with the next fight. Another fight we thought was going to steal the show. <laughs> <I don't see laughs> Rogan Walker, Ayazmin, Lucindo. She wins by decision.
0: That was an easy family. win for her. She just lit up Walker. She's stronger and faster.
1: Yeah, she didn't have nothing for her.
0: And then this fight... Uh, Bobby Green, Jared Gordon, these guys, it was actually a fight that, like, it started off exactly how I wanted a fight to start off, where the guys are swinging wild at each other, uh, taking turns, getting punches in, and, uh, you know, b- both of them landing clean at some point, points. and, uh, yeah, just taking turns teeing off on each other. And then I seen Gordon go down and I didn't really see the I didn't see the clash of heads at first it happened pretty quickly, but uh yeah, it ended up being no contest uh and Green was very upset at the end of that the post fight press conference was very upset about you know he's wanting his money but uh yeah man, he thought he'd hit him with the elbow, apparently, but clash of heads and ruled no contest.
1: It was a very weird shot the fact that he he threw this uh, this lead elbow, right, just like this, but he ducked his head and wasn't even looking. The, you know what I mean? Like zero attempt to aim it, just shutting his eyes, putting his head down, throwing an elbow forward that was not even close. It went directly over his shoulder. That's why they smashed heads. And then he started punching him afterwards. And you're like, okay. The biggest thing for me out of all of this was Paul Felder. Boy, oh boy. Talk about being a biased commentator. Just because you slept on this fucking guy's couch, you got to defend. Ah, that's a clash. Head. That's a no contest. Yeah, that's a no. He, bro, he was losing it in the booth, fucking screaming. And they yeah. had to tell him to calm down.
0: And, you know, of- we've talked about this before, that Apex is so, so small. Everybody yeah, can hear a fucking pin drop in there. Absolutely. That is definitely influencing the judges. Yes. And the replay official, all the officials.
1: Okay, I I just recently was listening to a very old Rogan episode. I believe with Brian Callen and he was talking about the rules and how they should have a conference where the, the experts in all the different fields come together and they put together the proper rules, the proper headgear, the proper gloves, all these different things, because it really has been sort of a very one-sided thing when it comes to the giants of MMA. It's like, we're supposed to believe that Dana White and his people have the best, you know, whatever in mind for these guys you know and then yet you have these commentators in all facets of MMA I I see it more or less in the UFC like the way they're so willing to lean on their guys because they train at AKA because you used to ride bikes together in fucking high school you know what I mean whatever the fuck it is they're so quick oh he's he's English so I'm Mike Bisbing I gotta like him you see what I'm saying like it's so that's one of the few parts that shouldn't happen Kill that. Be a commentator. Just go with the guy who has the better skill, whatever the fuck it is. Don't even pick your pick who you think's going to win. Why is that for you to say? Why should, You know what I mean?
0: <laughs>
1: it's like reading the subtitles when you're watching stand-up. It's like you're seeing the joke before it's said, right? Give it some time to actually act that out before you start being like, well, fucking, he's my favorite because, you know, him and I, we wrestle bears in Russia too. Like, whatever the fuck it is. Or, like, who's the one guy, the one guy that comes on sometimes for the British fucking, Ugh. the European tours? He was on fucking, like, two weeks ago. And then you're like, where the hell did this guy come from again? What's his <laughs> name? John something also? Damn- I can't think. Of- <laughs> no, it's the guy with the accent yeah, that does terrible. Gerald Mannix's job. He's on there sometimes. I know who you're talking about. But you're like, I'd rather have that than this. This have this British guy do what he's supposed to do. Then just because he's British, he's got to go for Patty Pimblet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we we all we all, are, all kind of assume that making it obvious. There's no gain for anybody because Paul Felder used to live with Jared Gordon. We're supposed to be like, well, his emotions are well deserved. But then you're missing the part of the job, right? Like Reggie Miller commentating basketball is not going to go for the Pacers just because he used to play for them. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's well, going to do the there's...
1: job and, and fucking. Commentate on what's happening.
0: Well there's no reason to uh shout it out six hundred times in a row. You tell us once or twice we understand what you're saying. We don't need to be told nonstop for ten minutes.
1: Right. And then they have to go at each other after the press at the press press conference as well as like social media. And Bobby Green's of course gotta make threats because he's got head tattoos, you know. (laughs) You're like, you know, Paul Felder's not out of shape, dude. I don't know what you think this is. Like, did you guys ever really meet in the octagon? Let's chill out. That's a big dude. Paul Felder's, you know, fought at 155, but the fool could easily walk around at 170.
0: Let's make that fight happen.
1: Get his ass back. (laughs) That'd be the fight Dan Hardy comes back on. (laughs) But yeah, there's some controversy almost every card now at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I had to to choose between Bobby Green and Paul Felder, I'm, I'm... I'm going with Paul Felder.
1: Oh, dude, (laughs) you know who else I I lost to on the game? I put Eddie Wineland against that Arturo guy, the 18-year-old cleft lip fella. Oh. Yeah, he slept me, bro. (laughs) Well, because Eddie gets tired when he doesn't hit his punches. (laughs) You know? He was too small. I couldn't get in. And when I would get in, like I said, I'd be too tired. I'd be throwing these big hammers from Eddie Wineland. And he just caught me with, like, a sh- straight cross or some shit. It was fucking...
0: You always get too tired in those UFC games, man. You come in there, you punch, well, like, ten
1: times, and then you're in slow motion. do what's, what's so annoying about that is that doesn't happen to the opponent. <laughs> yeah. Fucking assholes. But uh, Brad Tavares versus Bruno Silva, it went exactly how Bruno Silva said it was going to go. That's what I like. He wasn't even cocky about it. Maybe he was, but... Was he speaking Portuguese, so I had to read the subtitles. He was just like, yeah, I'm just probably just he's gonna He's going to come swinging, and uh, I'm going to swing. All,
0: All I wrote out. down was Silva has so much power.
1: And he doesn't look like it. He doesn't look like it.
0: He's and very – The has event when uh, exactly how we thought it would play out too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Brad Tavares is past his prime, and what is he, 31? <laughs> he had his run, man. He's a fun guy. He fits the part. He looks good in the in the role, but his head gets bounced off that canvas so often in just the most dramatic ways. But hey, was Curtis Blades in a car accident? Cuz I feel like at one point this motherfucker has had his jaw wired shut. I don't understand anything he's saying. Yeah, we should come here my with Jay's <laughs> me and is we trying to hard. Like what are you are you doing that on purpose? Open your mouth when you speak. Because I feel like, he, is his mouth really small? Is it is he fucking wearing a retainer? What's going on? Because that whole time that he was, you know, did his little talky thing before they ended up fighting, that video montage shit, I didn't understand anything he was saying. I was like, is something broken on my TV? Something's glitching right now. And then you have to really listen. And you're like, okay, I hear words. But boy, oh boy, those are tough. I can imagine his handwriting. But this went exactly how we predicted. Curtis Blade sucks. Get him the fuck out of the UFC. He's the most boring son of a bitch in fighting history. Uh, I would uh, rather watch Michael Jackson fight 30 times in a row than watch Curtis Blades fight again.
0: Damn, man. That's harsh.
1: I'm not, He's boring, dude. He's fucking boring. He's dull as shit. And he comes in there with his fucking disgusting beard, like fucking didn't brush his teeth. You know what I mean? He just seems like a dirtbag. He's a slap, clown. Take, slap fighting send type his, beard. Send his, send his fucking heavyweight Corey Anderson ass over to Bellator where he can have some proper success and start wearing suits and shit.
0: Hey, You know, well, I will say both of them were trading shots as soon as the this fight started. And I thought to myself, okay, this is nice to see a heavyweight fight where the fighters are punching each other, not one where they're Someone's holding someone against a the cage. They're sweating all over their big belly on them and shit. So right. at least they were punching each other. Uh, uh, Sergey's jab, holy shit, his jab was just so on point. Blades did go for a couple of takedowns with stuff, then he was in deep shit. That's it. That was a... but uh, yeah. It's, uh... He's a
1: complete mixed martial artist now, Sam. Curtis Blades is complete. I'm going to tell you He's one the... thing that go popped ahead. up
0: on my screen... And I just I stared at it, I couldn't believe it. You know how they put those tweets on the fucking screen? Right. They put a tweet up from Jared Vander and said, Damn that power. And I thought, this motherfucker.
1: Yeah, why him and not <laughs> why,
0: us? Why? You gotta put his you know? tweet up there. This motherfucker.
1: He's got three hundred <laughs> followers. All
0: right. Damn the, damn like, that power. And I'm thinking, dude, anybody's got power to knock your ass out.
1: Right damn that power i'll never sign a fight to get against him yeah. give me any schlub you can yeah. find yeah he
0: won't have, he won't make you won't have to and worry you, about I, that happening
1: bro that's want to know how shitty the heavyweight division is look how fast that Jalton almeida's got a main event yeah. fucking third fight some shit third fight main event bro let's go get it and who's he even fighting rosenstrike no somebody who's not in great shape
0: it could oh, be. Man. it could be strike.
1: Oh, yeah you're right it you're is rosen
0: right, right? Oh, motherfucking
1: monster bro look at my mind bro. Oh, it works a so North good I'm I'm
0: fucking on megamind.
1: shout out megamind um
0: johnny walker and anthony smith is on the, the co-main for that
1: dude commentate just stay just you know what i mean it's like michael chiesa fighting again just stay in a suit dude you're fine there
0: this is like What's a throwback that? card this is the card right here with the with the fucking matt brown versus court mcgee this is, all right. like, it's like the, this is like the a retirement tour card. Well, Anthony thank God some Smith. of these guys are
1: still around because who else is going to fight Jake Paul when he signs yeah. the yeah. UFC?
0: Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. Jesus. Chase Sherman. This will probably be his last fight. Jessica Rose Clark. I like, yeah. don't care if they win or lose. If anyone's heard of them, call them up. We need them to fill in this card. Uh, all right. Was- well, I can't wait till we get to that one. That'll be uh, it's May 13th. Okay. But uh, the one we got coming up next, uh, back at the Apex once again. And uh, this starts off with this women's bantamweight. And, you know, I started not to even write anything fucking down because this Haley Cowan lady, I brought her up like four fucking times now, and her fight this never takes f- place. I waste hey, my breath.
1: This is the swimmer, swimmer gymnastics bitch, right? Yeah, it's from... just the,
0: uh, yeah the Tumblr from, from went to Baylor University. I had split decision on the contender series, but since she's a, a blonde, uh yeah, let's bring her bring her back, give her a contract. But uh the lady she's fighting. Undefeated. Uh, Jamie Lynn Hurf. Uh yeah, she is undefeated. She won the L- LFA uh flyweight belt in December twenty twenty one and hasn't fought since. Uh three knockouts, two submissions, every fight's a finish. Uh, and she has two amateur wins over a loopy Godine is they were both. The one was a split decision. One was a so. I would say she's got a good chance of winning this. Well, what I
1: re- what I really like is a woman with a hyphen in the first name. That's a scary woman.
0: Now this next fight, Jamie
1: Lynn. Yeah, Jamie okay. Lynn. You lived in a trailer park.
0: J A M E Y.
1: <laughs> now it's even like trashy spelling, bro. This next fight is some breaking news. <laughs> I have more jokes, but we'll step on him anyways. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <this> hard, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm trying to rush this thing. this Zoom forty minute shit fucks me up. I feel like I'm under the gun know, all the time. <laughs> it's only a matter of time for our own. Yeah, cameras this podcast girls. is like Fuck being on the Peloton. Video. Yeah. Uh this next fight it was supposed to be Brian Kelleher, but I don't know what just happened to him. It's breaking news. He's not gonna fight. Uh Marcus McGee is now gonna fight Journey News and it's just like just happened so i'm not don't know shit about marcus McGee. Oh, except good. for what Cor- I'm about courts brother?
1: Mhm. Why is my internet connection unstable? Really? I don't know. I had a I We're had doing a delay this for- there so. Well, I was going to say is that court McGee's brother?
0: Oh <laughs> From a different mother. Uh anyway.
1: So this Has he guy I never heard of him.
0: Yeah, he's 6 and 1. He's never fought in the UFC uh this is like breaking news he's even on this card he's uh six and one six knockout wins one submission loss uh five foot eight 32 years old he's won his last two uh against people with losing records let's see i'm gonna look at the guy that just fucking submitted him that guy's eight and two bring that guy into the ufc what the fuck anyway
1: uh we just gotta start dude. We just start a league where there aren't judges. You fight until somebody loses.
0: <laughs> Wait, used huh? to be. Come on, bro.
1: come but, on, bro. Uh, Non-sanctioned fights. There's no weights, and you fight until <laughs> fucking. There's no weight classes, and you fight until somebody loses. All right, there's a ref. Sure, is he is he good at his job? Absolutely not. It's just one of our friends in a striped shirt. He got a goodwill. Welcome to the. Uh, don't leave it to the judges. Fucking. <laughs> F C
0: <laughs> Uh this Newsom guy, man, uh three knockouts, two submission wins. He has been knocked out twice, so you know, who knows maybe this McGee guy can Can put him down. But um yeah, this guy's had an interesting uh I just could go over his last five fights. Decision hey, loss, decision win. Which full, guy forty one second loss to Randy Costa. Thirty
1: good journey newsome?
0: Yeah, Journey Newsom. Okay. Then a thirty-eight second win, but then it was overturned because of a drug test, and yeah, he's his decision loss. So
1: he's one of those guys that he he has this mindset. You can tell, you can see it on his face when he fights this determination. But he's not consistent enough for people to latch to. You know well, what I mean? I think
0: the thing is he's high all the time.
1: Yeah, oh. it's been a rough journey. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh. All right. So next, uh, Stephanie Egger versus Arena. Uh, Alexeva. <coughs> so, all right, interesting here. Edgar eight and three. She's five foot seven. Alexeva. Uh, I'll just call her Rena. It's more accurate, I'm sure. Four and one. All right, Edgar. She's won three of her last four. She's pretty much only lost to decent people: Maria, uh, Bono Silva, Tracy Cortez. Uh, but this arena lady. All right, they call her Russian Rhonda. Because of Rousey. Okay, she, I don't know. I guess maybe she resembles her slightly. Uh, this is a, her UFC debut. She was signed to Bellator. To a multi-fight contract. She fought one time in October of 21. And that was it. They let her go for some reason. But uh, she has one knockout, one submission win. Uh, she's a three-time silver medalist at Russian Judo Championships. Gold medalist at Sambo Worlds. And, uh, but her loss was to a woman who's 11 and seven. So, uh, I think Stephanie Egger will probably put this lady away.
1: Well, I mean, I'm scared of her <laughs> terrifying, but I will say I, I've never made this connection and you might not have either, but doesn't it make sense that like one of the most famous female fighters is named Rhonda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that fits so perfect. Like, even if you never saw her face and you were like, who's the toughest female fighter Rhonda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's got a lower back tattoo, a butterfly, some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, just a trashy bitch. She breaks <laughs> bottles and almost stabs some dude at a bar nearly <laughs> yeah, every weekend. Yeah,
0: Rhonda. That's
1: Rhonda. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, Rhonda Robbins. She looks... Because when you see the the contrast, it's so much funnier. Because you're like, oh, Rhonda, she actually was a sweet-looking lady, probably had a decent family, and her they were still like, we're going to call her Rhonda. <laughs> like, dude, if if you knew for sure that... Uh, your sister was gonna get in a fight, and she's. You're like, who you got? Who you fighting? Uh, Rhonda down at the bar. You're like, well, fucking, I'm not coming. <laughs> Rhonda's there? No, thanks. Keith's <laughs> husband? Yeah, because she's the husband yeah. in that relationship. She wears the real pants, dude. <laughs> Keith doesn't get. You know what I mean? Fucking crazy. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, this shouldn't. You uh, shouldn't
0: be named after or have a nickname from her if you. You only got one submission win. That's all I'm gonna say. All right.
1: Gotta earn those. Go yeah. ahead.
0: Next, uh, coach. Cody Durden versus Charles Johnson. Uh, weird haircut,
1: Johnson. Hmm.
0: Damn, That's this fucking thing's weird got a delay. I know, now we're fucking it up. Yeah. I'm just going to make this simple. Uh, both of them fought Jimmy Flick. Cody Durden lost via submission to Jimmy Flick. Charles Johnson knocked out Jimmy Flick. That's all I'm going to say about that.
1: Yeah, when I think about how i determine really good fighters it's it's how well they do against jimmy flick go. <laughs> and charles johnson as far as i'm concerned that's the guy i mean do do something about the hair though I, I get it there's a lot of charles johnsons in the world but you're a fighter named charles okay yeah. I, I could
0: go in further it's fine cody's lost three of his last four where johnson's won six of his last eight no need. Let's let's just put the uh meter on Jimmy Flick. Now he needs to fight every Absolutely. person we talk about on every, the show.
1: Every single women. Yeah, the not? fucking referees, the judges. If Sal Diamato fights Jimmy Flick and he wins, he gets my respect. Judge every fight forever. But if Jimmy Flick beats Sal Diamato, guess what, dude? No more judging fights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Annick, you want to commentate? You gotta fight Jimmy Flick. <laughs> that sounds like a guy in an Adam Sandler movie. The Ballad of Jimmy Flick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, this this next fight, heavyweight belt, Martin Boudet versus Jake Collier. Collier's thirteen and eight. He's lost three of his last four, and it's time for this man to go. He always looks like he's out of shape, probably because he is out of shape. He's been knocked out four times. Uh, Boudet eleven and one. He's got seven knockout wins. I mean, there's this guy. His last fight was a split decision, but. I mean, I don't think it's going to be much of a contest for Martin Boudet. I think he's going to knock out Jake Collier pretty easily.
1: Yeah, he's one of the scarier guys, I feel like, coming up in the heavyweight division. I think that Askaroff guy is another one as well, heavyweight. They're in, like, decent shape. They got decent cardio, heavy hands, pretty good everywhere. But I'll tell you what, man, the heavyweights in that BKFC are heavyweights that you wish you had seen in the UFC. Like, oh, that guy's definitely been to prison. I think he's wearing his orange pants from the yard. Go ahead. <laughs> All
0: right. Josh Quinlan uh, is yes, now going to fight because this this has been changed too. Uh, he's going to fight that. Trey Waters.
1: Because so, he was initially fighting. Uh, Who was the initial one?
0: Dude, let me show you what it says thought- here. Can you read that? I don't know if you're able to read that or not. I can't even see what I'm showing you on my screen. Nope. Right, uh, right, right here. Happened? They have unknown fighter, he's fighting. Unknown fighter. That's what it
1: says. Okay. He's determined, huh? <laughs> Josh Quinlan right.
0: versus Unknown Fighter. So uh yeah, oh, I, I don't it. know I who it. he was Wait. originally gonna fight before, but Trey Waters came in when they oh, were. I got it. I got, it.
1: I got it right. Here. He was originally uh supposed to fa- face uh Ange Lusa. That uh A N G E L O O S A. Oh, okay, Lusa. yes, yes. All right. Yeah, you remember him. Yeah. that was a tough fight that was a tough matchup because they're both nasty handy boys. boys uh, but Quinlan versus Trey Waters what do we know about Trey Waters what's he okay. from tall guy
0: Uh, he's 6'4 four, yes four. 77 inch reach this is the guy that was on the contender series you're going to remember this and uh, he pulled down uh, Bond, one of the Bond Fiend brothers he had him in the fucking choke the guillotine and announcers are going crazy that's tight that's tight that's tight Next thing you know, he's tapping because he had the shoulder Bonfiend put the shoulder on that's him, pinned him down, and fucking choked him out. So, yeah, that's that guy. That's him. So, anyway, but well, Josh Quinlan well, six and zero, oh, four knockouts, yeah. two submission wins, and it's a
1: his, Quinlan's uh, a problem. Yeah, this is a motherfucker on a mission. He's on a death march, my guy. He's doing something weird as fuck right now. He's crushing kids. And I think it's going to keep happening. I don't think there's anybody in his way right now up to uh, you know the top 15 of this uh, welterweight division. This kid's nasty, accuracy, fucking you, his face. Bro, when you look at somebody's face and there's nothing behind the eyes, <laughs> oh, he's you're in trouble.
0: Now, you're in trouble.
1: I will say this: he wants to hurt. He did
0: have that 47 second knockout win on a contender series overturned because of drugs. Oh, I got another one.
1: <laughs> what, was the, what was the drugs? Uh, That's what we got. On. Just stoned we good for him <laughs> his reaction time was fucking all right
0: uh next marcus uh rogerio delama versus waldo cortez acosta all right so this acosta um, this is I mean, the so guy names. that was on the contender series uh, all these fuckers come off the contender series that was like dancing around and shit and was like i like to dance i'm, I'm a dancer and somebody was telling me I should try MMA and I was like, "Oh, MMA that's just like dancing. Same thing." So it, the guy I looked think. pretty decent on the contender series. Uh then Sam, he, I didn't uh, I
1: had made I had made a really good cake the other day and I'm not a very good baker. I didn't think I was I was a great one and then uh a few people saw it, they tried it and they said it was great and they were like, "You know what? I think it's about time you put yourself out there and join the NFL." There you
0: go. <laughs> but uh yeah he uh had a knockout in a continue series then he uh beat uh chase sherman and jared van Raw. but but i got a big oh. butt of that but they were both via decisions i feel like you're gonna just like insane blow those guys over so yeah he's gonna have a fucking tough time man against uh Delama. 14 knockout wins three submissions The guy has been submitted five times out of his eight losses, and he is 37 years old.
1: His name's Waldo. What? (laughs) He's only 31. I'm sorry. Yeah, Waldo's 31.
0: uh, Marcus, 37.
1: But he's got got way more fights, dude, right? Yeah. I mean, that's 30 fights. This is a guy who's got...
0: (laughs) I will say if this Waldo was to come in and sleep this guy, I mean, this is... is...
1: But that's the first we said that about the first two, Sam. Remember? Uh, because listen, Waldo came out of the heavyweight division, in, and
0: something, like that.
1: something in, like that. In our theory, we were like, oh, this guy's coming in to fucking just eat these guys up and move <laughs> move up the division quickly, and then he goes to decision twice.
0: Yeah, against so easy people. Be...
1: I think Dillian was going to fucking hurt him, dude. He probably uh, will. I he talk probably will. Julian Arosa, Bring it back down to reality. Okay, let's remember. Julian Arosa, I believe, is, has something to do with the uh, Patty Pimblett's career and one of the negatives. <laughs> Uh, Julian DeRosa is a nasty motherfucker. All right. He's yeah. got hands. He's got f- great footwork. He's good on the ground. Submissions yeah, submission, are all there. Yeah. Lots of fights, lots of experience. And he's fighting a guy, as far as I'm concerned, that doesn't have a picture. <laughs> and it's Fernando Padilla. 14 and 4. What do we know about Padilla?
0: Uh, four knockouts, eight submission wins. Uh, he's never been finished. He does have four losses, all by decision. He's won his last two. But he hasn't fought since May of 21. But you know, before he was in the UFC, of course, this is his UFC debut. He did face some, uh, some, some future in UFC people like Derek Mener He won via submission, and Dan Ige. He lost via decision. That's some okay, hell of a guys so... to fight before you even make it into UFC.
1: Yeah, but also you shouldn't fight Orosa on your first UFC fight,
0: man. I, that wrote that down. I said, hell of a guy to make your debut against because Dude, that guy really is bad. tough. He's in every fight, and he can go anywhere there is to go. He does have 10 losses, and six of them are via, via knockout. So that's – but, man, he, that's is, it, and he is coming course. off a uh, a head kick knockout from Alexis Casarias.
1: Uh, Arosa, uh, he's just tough as nails, man. That's all I can say. Win or loss, he's just a guy that's going to be a problem for you, he so is. you have to finish him. Get in there and do your work if you're really about it. And I think uh Aroso might be on the comeback train. You yeah, know he's I mean? one of those guys that's...
0: that's always bleeding. Like yeah. You know, if he ain't bleeding, yeah. it ain't a fight. Absolutely.
1: All right, uh Rodolfo Vieira versus Cody Brundage. Rodolfo eight and two, Cody Brundage eight and three. Uh this is a guy that came in fucking quick ass submissions, Cody Brundage. Uh, I'm pretty sure every fight's been by submission. Maybe there's a uh, decision.
0: Uh uh four knockouts, three submissions. Uh, uh, Rodolfo would knock out sevens emissions.
1: What about Brundage's UFC run? What's he on right now?
0: Oh, UFC. out. Because
1: I know he came in. He's a big dude, and we were expecting heavy hands. But he came in and I think he tapped the guy out quickly. Maybe he did get a knockout.
0: See, uh, I don't know.
1: This is the name that I remember, though. We remember. He did knock out
0: Trayshawn Gore. Uh, submitted uh Dolce. However you say that guy's last name, or something.
1: Lungambula.
0: Yeah, there you go. Lugian
1: okay. Bula, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that what's his streak? He's two and zero, three and zero.
0: Oh no, he just lost to uh, um, the guy in the next fight. Uh, Mikhail also Ole the the guy that's on the next fight.
1: Oh yeah, we're never gonna get that. Mihal, that's the Polish guy. the Polish guy. We've mentioned him every time. he was knocked
0: out by that guy.
1: He's fighting the guy with the fucking Disney movie tattooed all around his neck. Free Spirit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I hope he beats the hell out of him. All right, anyway.
0: <laughs> I know you do.
1: <laughs> uh, let's talk Cody Brundage first. Right. Uh, Rodolfo Uh What do you think? What's Vieira been doing? He's thirty-three, six foot, one eighty-five, seventy-three inch reach. What do we got? Eight-two. Um,
0: man, the guy's got seven submission wins. He has lost two of his last three, so he's kind of going the opposite direction, but it. If he can get Brundage to the ground, you think he'd be able to get him to the ground?
1: I don't know. It probably depends on if he What's... can get
0: him to the ground or not, what he can do. And if he can't get him to the ground, it's going to be a long day for him. He's coming off that loss to Chris Curtis. Uh, he beat uh, Dustin Schultz uh, Dustin Schultz, uh, via rear naked choke. Uh, here's what I wrote down. You're safe unless you give up your arm or neck. Keep your yeah. limbs away from this guy. You'll be okay. Unless,
1: and also if you attacks it early, if he can.
0: Now this next Absolutely. fight was supposed to be in the main uh, now
1: event. Kai, Kyle, uh, Browho versus, uh, Michael Olex uh, you know, Polish guy. He's got nasty hands. He's, he stays standing. He likes to fight standing 18 and five. You know, this cow dude is uh 13 and one, one, no contest. And as annoying as his stupid-ass tattoo is, the guy's been winning. You know what I mean? And he's been kind of winning dramatically where it's like, yeah, well, you can't avoid him anymore. They're not fucking weird decision wins like Paddy Pimlet where people are still on his fucking dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get it. Uh, so this could be a tough fight. I think both guys are going to try to keep standing. I think that's the whole plan. I think they're going to try to bang it out and see who ends up, you know, being the last one standing. But I like the Polish guy. He's a fun guy to watch fight. Every time I've seen him, very strategic, very technical and he gets in there. What's his uh what's his streak? What's he doing? Uh
0: he's won his last two. And the the only thing he's got 13 some 13 knockout wins, but he has uh three submission losses. So uh, I'm thinking uh uh Free Spirit's going to try to take this thing to the ground. Now, he's smart. The UFC loves yeah, this but if he guy. Was smart, his only I, loss was in 2015. Sam,
1: if this guy was smart, though, you would think his nickname would be Free Spirit, but I think it's another, it's something else. Yeah, You know what I mean? So he's not smart, but it go definitely ahead. definitely
0: should be Free Spirit. It's <laughs> what, what we've been calling him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's on his neck. Yeah. Why else would, yeah? Oh,
0: it's so The strange. Natural. His nickname's The Natural. That's, like, that's
1: what I'm saying. How do you have a nickname so, The
0: Natural when you got writing on your fucking neck?
1: <laughs> giant that's... writing on your neck of something like a 16-year-old girl says on her birthday party. You know what I mean? She's like, we're free spirits. So, yeah, God I think he will get him, him to the
0: ground. So, we, be interesting and the to UFC will just this... keep pushing him. So.
1: I want to be able to see more out of this, this Barojo guy, the free spirit fellow. I want to see more out of him. It feels like there hasn't been enough time of him fighting. Let's see him get pushed. Let's see him get tested. And I think that's what we're going to see in this fight. Uh, but next up, dude, big matchup at uh, Bantamweight. I like this. Ricky, Simon, or Simone, depending on how you want to say it. They, of course, put the uh, thing above the O. So you got Simone. Uh, versus Song yadong okay? Song Dong, one of the toughest dudes we've seen came in when all those Asians started taking over there. It was during the pandemic, I believe. We saw a lot of just Chinese fighters and shit. A lot of guys coming over where it's like they were trying to push these guys, make them, not for any specific reason, but it was like, fucking these guys are here. Why not make it a thing? Get them out there. Get them fighting. Everybody's fucking been tested and shit. Let's see what happens. And Song Dong stuck out. Out of all of them that came over, what was the other? The leech, you know what I mean? There's a lot of guys that fought on that one card, and Song yeah. Dong was the guy that was, oh shit! And look at the weight class that he's in. He's fast as hell. This guy's a real problem. And Ricky, he's got great power, but I think the speed is going to be the issue. I think Song Yudong's speed is going to be a problem. He's got, they probably got about same amount of fights. Uh Nineteen seven and one for uh, Song Yudong, Twenty and three for Ricky. Did he beat Uriah Faber on his comeback, I think, right? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Is, um, I thought he lost to Uriah Faber.
1: Me too. Me look all up. I
0: know is that uh,
1: I'm a fan of both guys. It's a great fight.
0: Yeah, this should be a good fight. And, yeah, he's lost to uh, Rob Font, Uriah Faber. And then after that, he's been on a tear. He's won uh, five straight, including his last fight. Submission went over Jack Shore, which is
1: I like it pretty yeah. hard
0: to do. I would That's imagine, nice. uh, and Song—he's just coming off a loss to Hagen, but he had won his previous three. So, exactly. if I had to choose one man, I, I think I'd be going with our uh, uh, Ricky Simone.
1: I don't think I can throw my hat in anyone's ring. I like both uh, guys a lot. And we got we'll less see.
0: than a minute. Show notes, guys. Show notes. So the got, like so we're, button. We're like rushed out here.
1: Shout out on. to Sam's brother once again. Yeah. Wear those headphones when you listen to the show because we get we get into it. <laughs>